in conversation with Lucy, Avril, Jason and Phoenix, live and exclusive on Trans Radio UK. Good evening, it's just gone 8 o'clock here on Trans Radio UK, Thursday night and that can only mean one thing. It's the conversation show. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. It's the conversation show with myself, Lucy Clark. Myself, Avril Clark. Me, JP. And that's it. And that's it. That's Dogs it. chomping on bones yeah. because yeah. they were a little bit barky. So we've given them bones. So I'm afraid you there's going to be a bit chomping. of chomping going on in the background. It's not me, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> Chomp- it usually is. Chomping at like, the bit. Yeah, this time, yeah, <laughs> it's not me. So yeah, anyway, hope you're all well. Thank you for joining us. Come join us in the show on TransRadioUK.com. <laughs> well, yeah, you wasn't here last week, was I you? I wasn't, no. <laughs> I was in Newcastle. You was, yeah. How was Newcastle? It right? was, yeah, it was a load of fun. Was it? It's a lot cheaper up there. Is it really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I bought a round of drinks and it didn't, it didn't cost Bloody me... Bloody hell! Oh, it, my. it didn't cost me a mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> Are you feeling all right? Yeah, I know, man. Yeah. <laughs> so how much was a round of drinks up there, then? I think I paid... So it was a cocktail, a beer and a... Can of hooch. Right. Um, yeah, I know. It cost me like 15 quid. Right, okay. Oh, so, okay. I mean, it cost you about 50 pounds in London. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. We, we had two large white wines last night when it was £19.80. Wow. Yeah. It's not as bad as um, the W Hotel that I've been to a couple of times because not a phase have their meetings there. Mm. And um, I um, last time I was there, I uh, knocked over someone's glass of Prosecco. Um, so I went and got them another glass of Prosecco and got myself a drink and it cost me £28. Oh, my, oh God. my gosh. Yeah. Well, I think yeah. Phase need to move where they have their uh, meetings. Well, nor- I mean, yeah, That's normally ridiculous. I don't Normally I don't drink. Well, yeah, um, I, I know, why. but if you're going there, because it'd be nice they, to have a drink. Well, yeah, it? but normally they do have, um, like, free refreshments. <laughs> right, so oh, we right, have, okay. like, juice. Yeah. Um, 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 juice, water, and fizzy water available right, okay. um, that people can just help themselves to. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think I'll be going to that meeting then. No, no. Um, well, you would. You'd have a bottle of wine in your handbag. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> it's up in it's up in it's up in one of the um, um, like little conference rooms. So right, you can yeah. pretty much, yeah. If you want, if you want to bring your own booze, ain't no one stopping you. Yeah, yeah, Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's a hotel. No one's checking your bags yeah, on the way yeah. in. Um, but, um, Not that we advocate that, of course. <laughs> no, no. Or, or that we do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, but yeah, no. Newcastle was a lot of fun. Um, we um, so it was my friend's birthday while 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 we were up there. So yeah. we got drunk and had to listen to him. Well, listen to all of his music on YouTube all evening. Right, okay. Um, because that's what he wanted to do. Oh, well. Which is fair enough. Yeah. We were gonna go um, ice skating at the ice rink. Um, we got there and. It was too the, frozen. It, no, <laughs> no, it was. Um, so the afternoon session started at two o'clock. So we got there at two, and like we could see this big queue. So we were like, "Give it a minute, let the queue die down." Uh, so we give it like ten minutes, looked, and then like they went and walked and had a look, and the queue was like down the building, round and into the car park, and oh, we were like, yeah. "Nah, yeah. you're right." Yeah. Um, so we went off somewhere um, to a little um, um, Whitley Bay, um, and there's like a little. Uh, market in the train station and my friend he likes um, elephant ornaments oh, okay. and I saw this stall and I saw this elephant ornament and I picked it up and I and I had a look and I was going to buy it and then I looked at the stall and I noticed these um, these boxes uh, that had Nazi swastikas 
Um, it was like actual Nazi memorabilia. Oh my god! On his stall, so I was like, nah, no, that ain't happening. Nah, I put the elephant down. I walked off to my friends. I was like, Ben, I was gonna buy you this elephant statue, but they've got actual Nazi memorabilia on there. So I was like, f that. Um, not buying from them. Yeah, yeah, no, sure um, So, uh, so yeah, so um, I did buy him a little elephant thing from the witch lady. Right. Um, from the witch lady. Where she had, you know, she had, like tarot cards and incense right. and crystals and. Oh, just so, your sort of stall. Just, just my sort of stall. So I bought one. I bought one from there. You got to get your cards read while you were there. No, Ben did my tarot reading actually. Ah, okay. He did my tarot reading oh. for the year. Quite good actually. Better than Phil's, his 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 fiance's. Right. Um, oh. Phil had a terrible terrible reading. Mine was actually like actually it's going to be quite a good year. Um, so if it was his fiance, he'd um, bend it a little bit. Well, no, you, it it, it, well, no, because it's Phil's own fault because he kept inverting all the cards, which makes like which changes the meaning. Oh. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, it's, um, mm. it's Phil's own fault. He drew them all wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Phil. He picked, he picked his own cards wrong. If you're listening, it, yeah. I hope the year's better for you <laughs> than your cards suggest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. To be fair, they're not doing too bad. They um, they own their own house. Right. Okay. Um, they bought it last year. Yeah. Um, and um, and they're engaged, and they're probably going to get married next year. Oh, so you know, so things are uh, things are going all right. Good, really, good, can't good, really. Good. Can't really complain too much. But anyway, moving on. Anyway, moving on. Should we start with uh, the normal procedures? Yes. You mean... Drug United. We'll go, go down, down in history. history. <laughs> um, latest news on track. We had a match Tuesday night. How'd you get on? They lost. We lost 5 No. Yeah. The mighty truck. <coughs> I have to say... How we, did that happen? We played an excellent team for one. Claire um, Green returned in goal. Yeah. And um, I mean, she went off injured. Bless her. She smashed no. her, smashed her head against. Uh, I mean, she did her knee in, no. but she smashed her head against the goalpost. Oh. And yeah, well, I've watched it back on video, and it's a big donk. Oh god. Um, oh, I hope you're all right, Claire. Yeah, yeah. She she really did smash her head. Bless her. Oh. Um, gosh. But she hadn't played for yeah a ages while. and yeah. ages. Um, so she forgot the rule. She picked up a back pass, which ended up meaning that they got a penalty mm. um, and then she had a, <laughs> a weak little P-roller shot that 999 times out of a thousand she'd save without any trouble oh and just and this one it just fell through her hands <laughs> oh dear uh, and yeah we just really wasn't on the ball but but we was we and, and they were a really good side and to be fair um, it was 5-4 with a minute to go and it flattered us that scoreline, but football sometimes you don't get what you deserve. No, no, uh, you no. You know, sometimes you play rubbish and you get you get results. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, we was we when we pulled it back to five four, we were bang on it, and they were quite a physical team. We are not physical at all, and I think because maybe because we're a trans team, people think that they have to be a bit more physical when they play us. Mm. Um, and they booted Lucy Cops, <laughs> um, and she's got a massive cut on her leg and stuff. No. Um, and then in in the last minute, I'm in the penalty box because you're allowed in the box in five side, and this girl's just booted me from behind. Clear penalty. Um, ref give a free kick outside the box. No. One of God knows how many terrible decisions. That no. Referee made. Oh, that's rubbish. So yeah, we lost five four, which is. Um, oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, yeah, bit a bit disappointing, but there you go. Well, I mean, you know, next time you'll. Um, yeah. Play again and hopefully. Fingers probably, crossed. But probably. I thought trans women 
won all the matches. Well, that's what they say, but mm. we don't. And, and we're not the physical. We're not physical at all. Yeah. At all. And oh, yeah, no, I've seen you get battered yeah. sometimes and in videos. Team, yeah. Yeah. Other teams always seem to come out and think that they have to be really physical against yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And end up kicking the crap out of us, to be fair. Yeah. Um, Did you swear? But yeah, that's not swear. No. So anyway, we've got a match next Tuesday, so hopefully we can make a bit of amends. We've got the tournament February the 4th. Tickets are going on sale for our match versus Cardiff, which is going to be in Surrey on February the 25th. We've got the new non-binary footballs that look absolutely fabulous. Oh, they do. They do look, look really good. so good. Um, if you've ordered a kit recently, they're here. They're sitting here in a box waiting to be packaged and sent. Not one's going out to Switzerland. Wow. Yeah, it's just mad. Awesome. Um, and that's really it. That is that's the news. We've we're still doing a documentary, but that's not going to be out yet. Don't forget March thirty first. We're playing at Dulwich Hamlet. You need to get a poster sorted for that. Yes, yeah, we will. Um, I've been telling people about it. Yeah, Dulwich Hamlet. Two matches. You gonna... know me, truck truck United ambassador. You are indeed. Well, going to be a truck United player soon. I oh, know, right? Um, oh, I see Claire in the in the chat room. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Good evening to Claire. Um, hope your knee's okay. Bless her. Um, yeah, as I say, I've seen the video, Claire. Claire Claire Green's just jumped into the chat room. Or, should I say, hobbled into the chat room. Yeah. She, she said the uh, loud bang was her empty head ringing. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we got the, the match on the 31st, which obviously we're going to get the trans men team in, which is going to yep. be really, really good. Yep. Um, and tickets for that will be on sale very, very soon. So make sure you get down to that. It's a Friday night and we're going to make a real good evening of it. Uh, and that's really about it. I'm um, a date for your diary. February, let me get the date up. I think it's February the 10th or February the 11th. February the 11th. It's a Saturday. February the 11th. Um, tune into Football Focus. Football Focus. On BBC One. Because they're, um, they're filming me on Sunday the 5th. I'll have to watch it on iPlayer. Cause right. Well, we're going to be in yeah. Manchester, so we'll yeah, have to watch yeah. it probably so, on uh, yeah. So, yeah, tune into Football Focus. They'll be <coughs> doing a piece on me. Um, it's LGBT History Month. It's going to be a real positive piece. I've spoken to the BBC. There, the people that are doing this are really, really good, and they're going to be doing a bit on um, Truck United as well. Amazing. So yeah, about time. That's it. So that's that's all the news we have for, for Truck, Truck United. United. We, we went down in history. <laughs> awesome. Well, it sounds like um, there's a lot going on, which is brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, and Claire um, said actually in chat room she loved wearing the intersex kit as well. Yeah, no, it looks so, it looks um, it, it looks so good. It looks it? great. Right, so should we move on? We should. Yeah, from football. <laughs> <laughs> we should. Uh, should we, JP? Yeah. Are you, just, are you sure? Just move on. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> are you sure? Yeah, positive. <laughs> don't want to talk about. No, no, no I don't. No, okay. No. Moving on. You sure? <laughs> yeah. He's gone red. He yeah, has yeah, gone yeah, very, yeah. very red. He has gone really red. We're not talking about football. No, 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 no. We're moving there. We're moving on anyway. He went really red. Avril, what are you going to start us off? I can start. To start you off, um, we n- first thing I want to talk about is a new app that is available that you can get from saw, the yeah. uh, Play and the iPhone I, one, I, I, I pl- Apple, Apple store, store or wherever. I, 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 it's Apple called Shop. Zoteria. That's Z-O-T-E-R-I-A. Now, this is an app that's been created by the Vodafone Foundation, Stonewall and Gallup for anybody that's impacted by any LGBTQ plus um phobic hate crime how does that how does that work then is that um a sort of signposting thing do you yeah, think? i think it gives there seems to be organizations that are registered that then 
you go on the app. I haven't seen much about it. I had a quick look at it today because somebody messaged me a couple of days ago saying you need to have a look at this because yeah. I think this will be really useful. Absolutely. Um, and obviously before sharing anything, I do go and check it out. But on my other PC, the yeah. <laughs> different PC oh, at the course, moment. Isn't, yeah, very um, right this second. Hang on, I've got it here. So right. it's... Um, and it's uh, obviously supported by Stonewall as well. Yeah. And they say it's a new app <coughs> um, developed. It will help anybody impacted with um, LGBTQ phobic hate crime uh, to access the help and support they need. Oh, that's brilliant. And it will also improve the reporting of such incidents and build a more accurate picture of what's going on across the world. Yeah. And could ultimately support them to drive social and policy change. Yeah. Well, I was. Um, it's interesting <coughs> you mentioned that. Um, I was listening to um, some people that I know. They have a podcast and they were on... Um, the BBC the other day and they played a little clip of their uh, podcast and they were talking about why it's important to report <coughs> hate crime um, and they actually um, and and the reason that sort of hate crime reported started happening was because of Sophie Lancaster yeah um, which I'm, I'm sure you know um, but not everyone will so Sophie Lancaster was a teenager um, up north um, who um, she was alternative um, a goth um, or an emo sort of sort of person, um, young person, um, and she was a victim of hate crime. But it wasn't just one incident; it was many incidents that led to her death, unfortunately. Um, and there is the, the Sophie Lancaster Foundation as a result of that. But that's what started um, one of the, the, that local police force on hate crime reporting, um, so that they would bring it down. And and the reason that it's important to record it, it's not necessarily to bring prosecutions but it's to see patterns and and see where stuff is happening why it's happening who's who's impacted by it so that it can drive policy change um and i think that's obviously something that will help support that um end result which is a driving policy change which is so so desperately needed yeah i think you need to report it because there's so many we know that the number of reported hate crimes for the lgbtq plus community is not realistic no. and it's not reflective no, it's of the hate it. and many people just don't and even if you think you're not going to get anywhere you need to report it so that stat is there it's yeah. counted it's counted on those figures um what it does say on this app is it it's not a replacement, you know, it's not linked to the police. It's not an emergency app. So still ring the police. Yeah, if it's an emergency. Um, but basically you'll get support from the anti-abuse charity Gallup. Yeah. Um, and they'll reach out to you by phone, SMS, email and provide the support that you need as required. Fantastic. That um, and it's done. also got some safety features such as secret mode and quick exit button, which we have yeah. as well. Oh, brilliant. So um, it looks like it's a, a good app. So that's very... Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 absolutely. So I was, yeah, I was glad the person shared shared it with me because actually I hadn't heard about it at all. No, so I next up on my list. Yes, we haven't got we haven't got the queen of the uh, the link up tonight, have we? No, we're not going to do the queen of so, the link. Uh, we're just going to go. We're not going to try. <laughs> we're just going to we're just going to do it bit by bit, item by item. Um, so yeah, it was the um, the the Glasgow protests. Yeah, which were absolutely amazing. We spoke about those last week about, you know, there was well over a thousand people there. Yeah, absolutely. The videos were great. Um, But there were a couple of signs that got caught on on some photographs, which really set the turfs off 
Um, one said decapitate turfs, and the other one said I eat turfs. Yeah. And they just went off alarming. It was just these two signs just happened yeah. to be captured on this picture. I think. I think. Um, I think that one of the reasons that they, it was um, so, um, you know, it set them off so much is because I think it will. There was a, an MSP. Um, oh. that ended up pictured with these signs behind them. Um, so they didn't necessarily know that those signs were in the pictures um, when they were taken. Um, and then, like, you know, someone else posted it. And then, obviously, the turf jumped on that um, because they can't stand their own things being thrown back at them. Well, there, there's so many signs that we've seen and actual verbal abuse that says similar things about trans people yeah i mean there was i can't remember who it was but there was someone that tweeted a while back you know all i want for christmas is like you know turf's heads under uh, trans people's heads under my tree or something like that which is absolutely horrific (laughs) um and that's you know that's that's no different it's and it same, is, and also sort of just something thing. like that on a sign doesn't mean somebody is going to go and do that. That is completely different to Posey Parker actually encouraging men to go into toilets of with course. guns yeah, and shoot. You know, and it's like they're forgetting about all those sort of other things that go on. Um, what do you think about the signs, Lucy? Uh, I've got... I'm, are you got mixed feelings about it, Luce? When, when we when we look at the the signs that all these turfs have at their protests, when there's like ten of them, um, you know they don't care about what they say about us. And some people, some people, I don't think they're great. I mean, I eat turfs. Would you really eat a turf? No. no. <laughs> um, I think they'd be vile. Yeah. Would you decapitate a turf? Yeah, probably one or two. Um, well, I, I think, I think it's important, I think it's important to note that also on that sign there was a picture of a guillotine, yeah. which is a reference, of course, to the French Revolution um, when when they started using it, and that was um, the against the sort of elite, the rich um, that were you know following Marie Antoinette, let them eat cake, sort of sort of thing, mm. um, where um, you know there was a massive um, poor, uh, poverty stricken. Um, uh, what do you call it? You know, yeah, part well, of yeah, the part yeah. of the population. It was massive. Um, while the rich were, you know, dining yeah. and and you know, I just having, think that they could have they, the they could so. have they could have used used their their board and their words a little bit better. I do, I do I, think. I mean, yeah, I I'm not an advocate of violence. I I I've been to I've been to some protests where it feels that people, um, or I've I've listened to people say uh, things. That I don't, I don't agree with. I never, I would never advocate for bi- violence. I don't think it gets you anywhere. Um, I don't even like watching boxing, to be honest. Like, um, so it's, um, yeah, I don't. It's not something that I would ever advocate, and it's not something that I would ever identify with or, or, or align myself with. So um, I know that people, I can understand people's reasons for being that angry. That it spills out into into the words that they use. Um, There's a couple of turfs I'm super angry about. And sure. If I, if I come face to face with them, 
Sure. Uh, I, um, <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still I'm not no, gonna, I'm not, I, no, I'm, I'm not expecting you to and I'm not but I'm just saying yeah. I, you can see why people do get that, that angry. Oh, absolutely 100% and, and, yeah yeah and, when it's constant all the time and there's yeah there's you know and they, they do affect affect uh, the mental health of people so yeah. so I don't I don't personally don't agree with the signs I think they could word things a little bit better there's, you know um, but it's only words isn't it and, and again you know two wrongs don't make a right um, but it's not like I, these are people with a big platform yeah. That are then oh, you know, yeah, spreading not like that. J.K. Rowling. Yeah, or exactly. Posey it's Park not like they're using that <coughs> massive platform to spread these violent, um, hateful, hurtful mm. messages. These are angry individuals that have a right to be angry, mm. um, and it's you know it's not like the, the reality of the situation is they're not influencing hundreds of thousands of people. No, you no. Know? I mean, in the chat room, Claire Green says we don't need to sink to that their level. Alice says it's okay for the terse promoted by the press to encourage violence against a minority. Um, and Tara was surf and turf. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Claire said we need to be the better people. So yeah, no, I agree with Claire. I well, it's do. like it's like the protest we went to. There was the apart from that one person kicking the defence, which frustrated me because there was no need for no. that. No. No need for that. But there's um, a lot of people that are very anti-police. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we, I understand where they're coming from because yeah. I think there was someone, as we were marching, they were saying like, oh, you know, uh, uh, th- this copper was all right. And I'm like, it's not about the individual. It's about the systemic the whole, yeah, yeah, system yeah. that they are in. They it's probably are, me because we, I was chatting no, to a few No, no, it yeah. wasn't. It was someone well, else. I'd, I'd said to Because I, I, I turned around and said to them, it's not about them being an, a nice person. It's about how they are um, facilitating and enabling that systemic um, abuse. Um, So, yeah, no, I I, I, I agree. Mm. So, something we've forgotten... I know, I was just thinking that. ...is the question of the week. Yeah. Get the question of the week. Come on then, Lucy, what's the question of the week? I don't know. Well, yeah, I don't know how how we've worded it. It doesn't matter how we've worded it. You can still say the question of the week. I've I've actually forgot. Even though I, I if 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 you if you could (laughs) exit this this oh yeah island that's yeah um yeah well would you exit uh, the UK if you could and if you could where would you go um. That, that's the the basis of the question yeah, of the week. Essentially, isn't it? yeah. You know, if right. you could, if you could if you could up sticks and leave the UK because of the, how how it is turf island, a would you and would you want to? Given you know, not necessarily in an ideal well, well, in an ideal world, would you? Would you move? Um, and if you would move, where would you go? Well, you know, yeah. Where would you go? I know where I'd go. Where would you go? I'd go to Malta. <laughs> Snap. Yeah, I, I think Malta might get a bit overcrowded. Probably. Actually. I mean, well, we I can we can flood Malta with trans people. That's yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm um, unfortunate in that I don't really have any tangible skills that could enable me to um, emigrate yeah. to another country. I'm mm. you know any country that's got a points based system for entry. Do you know how many points I score? The same as UK does in most Eurovision contests. Yeah. Nil, nil. point. <laughs> Apart from last year. Yeah. Where we came second. I said most. <laughs> 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 so um Chris so yeah, just, yeah. I, um, I I there's nowhere that I can mm. tangibly go because mm. I don't have a, uh, an ability to make money elsewhere you know so on and so forth but I would uh, Malta is definitely one of the places because I want to go if I was going to leave this country I would want to go to a warm country mm. yeah? yeah I hate being I hate I hate winter I hate being cold it sucks I just I can't stand it 
Um, so yeah, I would definitely go to a hot country. Malta, uh, it has fantastic trans healthcare policies. Um, you know, it's all um, self ID, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, there is there is like issues with Malta as a country. Um, so it still has a lot of uh, violence. Um, especially um, if you're a, a journalist that gets too involved with yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. with like mafia stuff, <laughs> well, you end up getting blown up. Few people in the chat room. Yeah, Chrissy, I, I have, and I'm very happy here in Spain. Um, can I just say as well, you're probably hearing a lot of crunching and stuff, and it's not the dogs eating turfs. We've given the dogs some bones, and they've insisted on coming into the studio. Uh, and if if we don't let don't let them in, they just sit outside well, and bark. Well, it's Alfie. If we don't let so, Alfie um, in, <laughs> yeah, so that, that is the noise. I do apologise about it. We do, we trying to keep them quiet. I mean, normally they. To be do fair, it. Zeus is in a corner and yeah. it's like echoing yeah, out of the corner. <laughs> um, Andrea, question of the week. Already got plans in place and have already been approved for fast tracking to emigrate to Canada. Oh, nice. Wow. Okay. I um, didn't know that. Yeah, awesome. I didn't know that, but we, I mean, yeah, we, um... We've already got a presenter well, in Canada. Well, yeah, that would yeah. be another one now. Look, yeah. we, we see you, Andrea, quite a bit, you know, throughout <laughs> well, the year. Well, not anyone. No, <laughs> not much emigrates, you know. Excuse me, yeah. you, have to, you have to run that through us first. Uh, Andrea B says, Norway due to its anti-bigotry laws, um, or Antarctica. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure I'd want to move to Antarctica, <laughs> uh, given that I'm not a fan of the cold. No, a bit cold there for me. <laughs> Alice is off to the Pyrenees to live in a compound with loads of guns, ammunition and baked beans. <laughs> um, All right. It might be a bit smelly there then. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, just, you know. Claire Green says that's Malta off the list then. Because uh, we're going there. Cause, yeah, because we're going. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> nice, boo it? to you, Claire. <laughs> Jeannie says, let's invade the Isle of Man. Bit cold up there. Something near Scotland. Yeah, no, but, too far north. But she says, uh, and change the name. Republic of Transhaven. <laughs> or Truck. Truck. Truck Island. Yeah, truck Island. <laughs> that yeah. sounds pretty good, doesn't it? Um, so, yeah, there you go. Uh, Claire says New Zealand for her. She lived there 30 years ago, warm and friendly. Nice. And funny enough, Chrissy that. says she was born in New Zealand. Oh, well, there we go. Well, I didn't know Claire lived in New Zealand. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. Learn something new every day. Something new every day. Right, yeah, so there you go. Um, So, next up quickly, because we were talking about signs. Yeah. um, About the protests that are up and coming in the next couple of weeks. So, what we've got, we've got Liverpool on the 28th of January, 1pm at Derby Square. Then we have Cambridge on the 28th of January, 1pm at Shire Hall. We've got Manchester on the 29th of January, 2pm at St Peter's Square. There's Norwich on the 4th of February, 1pm at Chapelfield Gardens. And Glasgow again on the 5th of February, 11am, and it's the centre of George Square. Now there's two, um, there's a joint protest going on there. We mentioned last week it's about uh, cabaret against the hate speech, but they're now going to be joined by furries against fascism awesome. as Love well. Furries. And this is all going to be singing and dancing. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is all the karaoke furries thing. Furries bring the fun, that's what I'm saying. And this is what they're doing is they're going there to drown, drown out Kelly J. Keane, Percy Parker, who is going to be there um, on that day. So that's why they've they've gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, One other thing I was just going to mention. 
was about the conversion therapy ban. Yeah. You may have seen in the press, there's been a lot of in news about uh, there is a bill that's potentially going through about uh, conversion therapy for everybody. Um, here at Transradio, we are actually part of the conversion therapy ban coalition and have been for about two years, um, which is an amalgamation of several organisations. Um, and that we had a meeting today and there is a lot going on behind the scenes. I mean, you've seen the video that Stonewall released. If you haven't seen it, you need to see it. It's very, very powerful and it's based on the experiences of conversion therapy survivors. Um, this bill is going through, it has to go through a trial bit where it goes through um, a joint committee is formed to go and have a look at it and then they all have a discussion on the draft bill um, and it goes through this parliamentary period which ends in October right um, the bill will also contain results of the poll on conversion therapy we understand that there's a joint committee a House of Commons House of Lords with an even percentage of parties that will look at the bill and consult externally religious LGBT medical psychology legal experts on consent gender identity international so looking at other countries that have already done it and at the end they'll publish a part a report saying which parts of the bill should go ahead and those that should be changed rumors are that this pre-legislative I can't say that word process will actually start in April um, but interestingly enough, it seems to be driven by Number 10 and Rishi. And actually, they've overridden our friend Kemi, who actually wanted to stop this going through at all. Yeah. So it does seem to be there's a big drive coming from Number, number 10 to do this. Although we don't want it to be a smokescreen for everything else that's going on. The thing that I'm concerned about is that I saw something the other day um, that was saying it will be banned for under 18s and anyone over 18 that doesn't consent to it. Yeah. And I think that's wrong. No. I think I don't think that you can consent to be tortured. There's, there's, there's a whole load of what they're saying is there's lots of information coming out about this conversion therapy bill. Some of it is accurate and much of it is not accurate. Yeah. Um, I think the thing that to be up for debate and i think that's the biggest argument is um about the under 16s um and parents of trans kids yeah well i know um, kemi was like going so, oh well, this will criminalize some parents and like well if you don't want to be criminalized don't talk to your children it's not it's not rocket science so yeah there's a whole big i can't go into loads no, of details no, no. about it um, but what I will say is there's a lot of people working on it. There's going to be another joint letter. We did a joint letter before that went out from this coalition and there's going to be another one that goes out as well. Yeah, yeah, so. okay. I mean, I am i don't trust the government, not one bit. don't think um, anybody does. I don't think anyone does, um, especially going off the YouGov polls that I see. Um, and um, I just, I don't, I don't believe them. You know, I'll believe it when it happens. Exactly. But yeah. That, so but, I know. That, but that, these yeah. are a lot of people in a lot of places um, that go that are behind. Also, uh, there's nothing going on in Northern Ireland at the moment, but research is still going on, and they're advertising for participants. Yeah. Um, um, but they have made a point to the Secretary of State that Northern Ireland will not be left behind. Um, Wales have already worked, launched a working party and have a website. Uh, focuses in what they can do in Wales as soon as possible. 
um, to get conversion therapy practices stopped and make people aware and look at local solutions. And they did an announcement um, not very long ago. And actually, I'll share that in the chat room, actually, so that people can see what Wales. So it seems to be there's a lot of stuff going on on that. So I think it's my head of watch this space and see what yeah, happens. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I mean, you know, it's it's in one breath, it's, you know, we're going to ban this. And then in the next breath, I see um, the headline um about the government um removing the right for trans women to be allowed into women's presence which actually takes us neatly on what's your name phoenix i know right Have you changed your name um not not recently <laughs> <laughs> um so, so we're going to talk about trans prisoners lucy are you involved in this conversation well when i get a word in it right yeah go on <laughs> Uh, so, well, no, I don't. You can say, Jason. You okay. Um, I mean, I I logged on to Twitter today um, and saw breaking headline from from Pink News um, that the government are going to remove the right for trans women um, with uh, male genitalia uh, was the words that was used, um, or trans women who have been convicted of a sexual offence. Um, to, uh, at any time in their life um, to be allowed to be housed in um, a women's prison regardless of you know any um, uh, and, and, and it did say that there um, would be um, very uh, there would be some um, what's the word that I'm looking for like um, exceptions to that rule it, said, um, it says here um Unless there are exceptional circumstances, that's 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 it exactly. That's that's what I read. But there's no there's no um, actual narrative as to what those exceptional circumstances may be. Um, so um, essentially, um, and I, I re this is this is um, something that I read in someone else's tweet uh, that basically says that um, the punishment for any crime by a trans woman by a trans woman. Um, the punishment will be rape, because if they're housed in male prisons, that's that's the likelihood of what's going to happen. Actually, I, I you must have read the same thing because I actually took that link and it says. Um First of all, no dangerous sexual predator, trans or otherwise, should be kept with women prisoners anyway, mm. so it doesn't really matter. But if you're advocating that all trans women convicted of a non-sexual crime who pose no threat of sexual violence to other incarcerated women should be housed in male prisons, you're supporting rape as a punishment for non-payment of fines, shoplifting, etc. Mm. So how do you feel about this, Lucy? <clears throat> Don't commit the crime, and you won't go there. That's a that's a that's a good start. Um, yeah, I mean, if somebody's committed sexual offences anyway, then they shouldn't be near anyone. Sure, no, but that um, that would that should be the case and, anyway. And, and I think that's generally, you know, let's be fair. Um, Se serious sex in, offenders in, are usually housed in a separate area yeah, that's from mass saying. population. So, so yeah, so, uh, yeah um, uh, you know, uh, a, a paedophile, for example will be housed on their own mm -hmm. in a prison and you know will be on the on the um the, the thingy wing <laughs> the sex offenders wing. yeah yeah, yeah that's the word I was looking yeah. for. <laughs> well, not, not the word that you were actually yeah, but there for. is actually a reason for that word uh, i'm sure there is but no, we'll I, not I'll, get into it okay we'll see. I'll, I'll tell you after <laughs> okay no problem yeah 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 uh, but they'll be put on their, their own separate wing anyway 
Do we do the answer is do we have a, a trans only prison? A pri- build a prison just for trans people, as I've just seen mentioned in the chat room. Well, again, there's going to be some people out there that will be out in themselves. Um, that, you know, I mean, we've got to look at look at the whole the whole situation, haven't we? Um, I, I I think I think to have a whole infrastructure just for a small number of of, of trans prisoners is, is, is ridiculous. Because not only that, you have to be fair. Uh, um, when you look at it, you know, so somebody that, that's, say, for example, has gone on, gone into prison for non-payment of fines, exactly. something like that. that they need, you got to be fair, they need to be housed somewhere where family and friends can still go and see them, well, relatively, yeah. relatively close to home. Somebody that's committed murder, then they get shipped wherever. I yeah. get that. Yeah. But, you know, for something like, you know, non-payment of fines or a, a smaller minor offence... You know, they'll generally how they're generally housed at a prison that's fairly local to where they are, so they can still get the access to people and stuff like that. Um, I think it's a tricky one. I don't think that that, that I, you know um, somebody that's not um, a threat and hasn't committed any kind of sexual offence that maybe has gone in for something along the lines of not paying a fine, then they should be going. Or even like shoplifting. Yeah, you shoplifting know, something like that. You know, yeah. like. What's the word like? Always doing it, sort of thing. Well, um, you know, something like a driving offence, or you know, you, we could probably list. We could pro- it'd probably be easier to l- to list the offences that, that that means that they shouldn't go. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There are um, many offences that that means that pe- people aren't dangerous. Yeah, essentially, so, they're not a danger to other people. So, uh, um, so yeah. No, I'm 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 very much. I think this is horrific. Well, I know we know prison officers. We've got a prison officer that plays for truck. Yeah. Um, that we've had discussions with, and and. You know, trans trans prisoners are generally not an issue. Uh, not, 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 not a ri- as a risk to yeah, women. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it says here between 2010 and 2020, there were 122 reported sexual assaults against women in women's prisons. Of those, five were committed by trans individuals. But that doesn't say what uh, whether they were trans men, trans women. No, yeah. it doesn't. And it. Um, it's very obviously there's clearly a serious problem of sexual violence in women's prisons anyway and overwhelmingly the perpetrators aren't trans you know we do know that in women's prisons sexual assault happens not just from other inmates but from warders and it also happens on the male estate as well it's absolutely no no different it says in 2019 alone 11 trans inmates were sexually assaulted in male prisons um Trans prisoners, like trans people, are generally and far more likely to be survivors of sexual violence and not perpetrators. Of the five reported sexual assaults, which is the earlier one, committed by trans women, trans prisoners against women between 2010 and 20, that includes perpetrators who are trans men as well as there trans we go, women. Yeah. So where does that leave the prison policy in all of this? Yeah, I, I think there's been quite a big reaction um, to this in the chat room as well, hasn't yeah, there, Lee? Claire said there's been, you know, Claire Green said there's more sexual assaults by male prison guards than trans women. Yeah, one hundred percent. You know, very yeah. true, isn't it? Sadly, yeah. that they they're in that position, but you know, it happens. Well, th- yeah. these are men in a position of power over women. Yeah. it's yeah. you know, it's almost inevitable yeah. that yeah. that's going to happen yeah, uh, totally. because of you know, um, just male privilege, just generally. And uh, Alice says, if she remembers correctly, about 5% of convicted trans women are sent to women's prisons. Yeah, I know that they're... They're almost never sent to a female prison to begin with. Yeah, when I was looking up on some of the data on this, they were saying it was a very, very low number. Mm. Yeah, most trans women are are housed in the male estate. And that's why they're getting the problems. You know, it's it's very unsafe. 
especially you've got somebody that is in there just for something minor. Well, they can't. They can't live. The thing is, they can't live when they're in them. Then, if a, a, a trans woman's put in a male <laughs> prison, they generally be put into isolation. So they can't mix with the population. And if they do, they're in danger. And if they don't, it's not going to be very good for your mental health. You know, mm. and it's just not fair. And no, I'm not. I'm not funny. We actually getting persecuted because you're trans. We've spoken about it before. So our local prison actually has a trans wing on it, and we've been in there, haven't we? And we yeah. went and did, you went and did a presentation in there, yeah. and we spoke to um, non-trans prisoners and trans prisoners as well. Um, and it's they're only allowed to interact with each other in. What's it called? You know, when you have the walkabout time. Yeah. The rest of the time, they are actually segregated mm. from it. And they're, they're really, really watched, aren't they? The, yeah. The whole time. Yeah, they were. Yeah. And, yeah, there's the whole load another other issues that come up with uh, trans women being prisoners as well is over um, the allocation. One of the things that came out when we were there talking about shaving, they're only right. allowed one razor. A week. Wow. Now, when you've got a trans woman, yeah, you know that's not going to last very long. Yeah. So some of the things that they are doing in the prisons are actually causing other issues, not necessarily sexual ones, but other issues where um, may make them an unhappy prisoner and make them more subject to violence as Mm. well. I Mm. think possibly. Um, I think it's an interesting. Interesting. Oh, well, Claire Green says 25% of prison prison deaths are by suicide, and that's more criminal. Mm. Yeah. 100%. Or yeah. drug overdoses. <coughs> yeah. Which is yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I, I remember yeah. um, years ago when I was working in the civil service, I was doing a cross, uh, cross-government um, thing with, with a project with some people, uh, and one of the people in our team worked at Liverpool Prison, um, and um, she took us, We, you know, we had one of our meetings um, there um, and, and she did take us on a bit of a walking tour of the prison um, and the um, the network of, of uh, that they had outside the windows to to sort of ferry stuff yeah, yeah. between between cells um, and um, she's saying you know they, they, they'd break they'd break the windows in the summer so that they could do all this and then complain about the cold in the winter. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, and it would usually be, um, you know, the uh, the lower down uh, prisoners that would get their windows broken um, so that it could go through there. Uh, but they, yeah, absolutely. The, um, the, the issue that they were having sort of across the board um, well, the with, thing is with drugs well, in prisons yeah. is, is massive. Well, the thing is, I, get, um, I know we're going slightly off a tangent here. We'll get back on the course. But the thing is... Uh, Again, they have. They know that they won't get drug tested at a weekend, right? So, um, and, and if you're going to do drugs like cannabis, that's in your system for yeah for, for ages. Yeah. yeah, I mean you can, you know, somebody 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 smokes a bit of weed, it's, it could still be on their hair. Yeah, for uh, three for, months later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, not, if not longer. Well, yeah. Um, but heroin is only in your system for 24 hours. Yeah. So what you'll find in a lot of prisons. Friday night that there'll be people there that were doing heroin and stuff like that because they know that come Monday it'll be out of their system yeah um, and then people are dying I know I actually know yeah people that have died from exactly that yeah um, so yeah I mean but again you know how, how are these getting into to the prison of course I mean, yeah I think there's bigger bigger issues yeah than, no absolutely there are bigger issues and trans people are not really one of them yeah, um, I, you know the risk that they pose 
um, is 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 incredibly limited, especially for for you know non-violent um, offences. Yeah. I just think the risk, shocking. the risk that you know this under. Well, it, basically, what they're doing is pre people that haven't had surgery will go into, irrespective of what they've been done yeah. for. Yeah, but not that they're going to make straight. access to surgery but any what about easier. Trans men? Well, trans men um, will, will. I mean, you know, I imagine that if I was to be arrested um, for ha- if I if I'd committed a crime, um, they would go off what I look like, and and you know, I'd be in in uh, Wandsworth. Yeah. Um, you know. But when we went but to visit, when we went to visit the prison, for, for some trans men. That yeah, may of not, course may it is. Had, may not have had surgery. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know. Well, and yeah. also because of the, the the delay in getting surgery, the years and years you have to yeah, wait yeah, to get surgery it does mean the majority of trans women will end up in the male estate. Yeah. When we went to around the local prison, which Andrea has shared a link in, in the chat room, actually is in Sutton in Surrey. I don't think there's any problem in in saying that there was one trans man that mm. was in the women's estate mm. and he'd been offered to go to the men's estate but feared for his safety yeah i can which understand is why that. he stayed there i can understand that too <coughs> and i think it depends because some people transition while they're in prison yeah. um which which has you know a hold there's so much there's so much more to that than just going oh well you're transitioning so you're going to you know mm. it's it, you know it doesn't that doesn't come into it you know there's there's a whole lot um besides um so um so yeah no it is it's really difficult and the last <coughs> statistics just to leave you with because obviously scotland is very high <laughs> in the media at the moment mm. is uh for scotland um according to the latest data out of a population of 7500 prisoners there's only 16 trans people in the scottish prison estate mm. and as a percentage of the total prison population the trans people only account for just 0.21 percent is that right, maths? I feel like that should be a smaller number. Yeah, uh, no, I don't know. I'm just saying <laughs> what, what I got here. Sure, so. no, I, I'll take your word for it. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the, just such an insignificant number um, that um, I just, yeah, I just the mind boggles. I don't. Um, they, they'd rather put. Um, they'd rather put um, trans women at risk than deal with the actual problems um, within. The, the prison prison that you will see more assaults on trans women of course women, you will but none of that might see the later the light of day because they're going to hide this because they can hide all that anyway can't they anyway just quickly to chat room Claire Green Jason's only going to get arrested by the fashion police <laughs> you, you look what? quite dapper in your little <clears throat> that's quite shirt. rude <laughs> how dare you I, I, I don't trust that badly right um, yes What's next, on the next on the agenda, just quickly, Elaine Miller, the Ugh. Merkin lady. You remember for Elaine Merkin, yes. Elaine Merkin, when the GRR mm-hmm. um, got um, passed, uh, who flashed her Merkin in the public mm. gallery in front of children. She's standing for election in Edinburgh. Ugh. That's five hundred quid. She's going to lose. <laughs> That's what everybody's. <laughs> <laughs> A waste of five hundred uh, <laughs> quid. Apparently, you know, typical privileged turfs throwing their money about, Indeed. thinking it's going to get them somewhere. And in a rare bit of good news, yeah, the government has responded to Mayor Forster's parliamentary petition, which was um, calling for it to commit to not amending the Equalities Act definition of sex, uh-huh. um, and 
the government has responded saying the government believes in individual liberty there are processes with appropriate checks to allow for those who wish to legally change their gender changes to the equality act are not necessary changes to the equality act are not necessary that's an important phrase it is and i think we need to hold on to that for a later date yeah absolutely because uh yeah i can see where that will um, come into uh come into be important just quickly on the chat room again yeah heading back backwards uh, okay that's fine says i also think this is to scare more of us into not protesting especially now more protest is a crime Claire says only joking, gorgeous. I wasn't going to tell you, but she says only joking. Oh, and, all right, uh, I forgive you then. And Jason might get arrested for his dodgy Scottish accent. Andrea, Andrea <laughs> is determined to hear your Scottish all accent. Right. Well, it's, it's, it's one of those, you kind of, it's, it, I can't just fly into it. Okay, well, um, you've, got, but, um, uh, you've got 11 minutes. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we need, we need yeah. a bit of a bit of Scott in there somewhere. Yeah, well, I don't... I, Zeus, you're not meant to be in here. They've all, all the dogs have just barged um, into the studio. All right, forget it. He's in. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Give me a minute. Give, give me a few, and I'll see. I'll see if I can. Um, okay. Get, get get this dodgy Scottish accent um, on, on on the bubble, and um, we'll see um, see if she still thinks that I should be arrested for it. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, so let's talk about somebody else that um, oh. is a bit of comedian. He's not though, is he? Ooh. He's a laughing stock. <laughs> That's Ooh. what he is. Your mate. Your, 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 oh, your, your favourite person. Graham. Glinner. Glinner. So, uh, Graham, Graham Lynham's going to make his stand-up debut. I mean, I, I stand by what I, what I said. He's not a comedian. He's just a laughing stock. Well, he is going to appear at Comedy Unleashed, the self-proclaimed free-thinking comedy night that welcomes performers that may be deemed pariahs elsewhere. In their billing, promoters call him a bloody marvellous champion of women's... Wow! <laughs> In the, the promoters. Wow. Um, Who's promoting him? Uh, but meanwhile, I don't know. But Gunn meanwhile, the writer said it intended to make appearance under the radar, but was accidentally featured in the publicity. This <laughs> is the biggest load of oh, such oh. lies. <laughs> I'm going to swear that such lies, one hundred percent more lies. And um, so he will be appearing on some on Valentine's night, neat night. <laughs> Hosted by the Backyard Comedy Club in East London on Valentine's Day. The other comics on the bill include Mary Bork, who's been also critical of trans-inclusive language, Tanya Edwards, Miriam Elia and MC Bruce Devlin. I mean, I would go, but I wouldn't want to ruin my Valentine's Day. Um, I did actually look up the Backyard oh, Comedy Club. has got no date, has he? That's what yeah, he's doing. <laughs> it, yeah. I mean, he's, you know, the only date he's got is his, um, is his right hand. Um... <laughs> I, I had a look at, um, or, you know, left if he feels like a strange one. Um, <laughs> I did have a look at the Backyard Comedy Club in East London. Um, they have previously hosted Dave Chappelle. Um, so that uh, really tells you everything should you tell you everything know, you it? need to know. Yeah, 100%. Um, that I don't, I don't see this, I don't see them um, being uh, the sort of comedy venue um, that... Um, that would I, I i imagine a lot of their content is is vastly offensive um yeah, it looks like that's that sort of place is that Stephen merchant yeah yeah god um well you know he's you know we all know who he's friends with so um 
yeah, yeah i'm not i'm um yeah i don't I'm think there. it's a salubrious place i think it is yeah somewhere that yeah i mean i think i think it would be fantastic if loads of trans people bought tickets and it was flooded with trans people so that like when they actually went on they just got that- booed off stage um and just got heckled you know how's the wife graham (laughs) 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 you know we have to see how much tickets are yeah or we just bought all the tickets and just buy all the tickets and no one go yeah 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 and no one show up at all (laughs) like they did like they did for scottish parliament yeah 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 where all those they bought all the tickets women groups bought all the got all the tickets for the public gallery and and they had no one to go yeah 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 uh, that would be hilarious. Yeah, if if we if we've got enough money spare, um, can we buy all the tickets so that it's just empty, <laughs> yeah, um, all amazing. full of trans people, one or yeah. the other? Like let's let's um, let's make them think twice about doing that sort of thing again. Um, and I, I, a part of me can believe that he probably wanted it under the radar so that those sorts of things don't happen. No, this part is of me. Enough. I'm not saying a very part, a large part of me. I I'm just like the way he's like he, the writer said he'd intended to make the appearance under the radar, but was accidentally featured in the public. Well, he should have used a pseudonym then, shouldn't he? Yeah, idiot. <laughs> he's not very smart, oh, is he? Honestly, oh, he's a bit of an God. idiot. Uh, well, Wes in chat says someone on Twitter noticed the longest he went without tweeting in the last twenty-four hours was like three and a half hours. Gosh. That must have been having a. Must that was his special long, time. Yeah, he must have been <laughs> spending some time with his right hand. Yeah, uh, for quite a while, probably while watching trans porn. Um, I would imagine. Um, yeah. Yeah. Claire says he's taking his mm, sock. Oh, yeah. I don't think I can say that word. Gross. <laughs> um, I hope yeah. he doesn't bring it out on stage. Yeah, comedy club who say they're cancelled while being paid to be on stage. Yeah. 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 Definitely. So we're going to chuck carbonara at him, Claire says. <laughs> <laughs> it's carbonara, oh. honestly. Honestly, it's carbonara. That not would... been having a special time with my right hand. <laughs> um, yeah. Or oh, be... pot noodles. Pot... He likes a pot noodle. <laughs> Does he? <laughs> I don't know. What was it? That's what he had for Christmas dinner, wasn't it? Oh, was it? Because, oh, pot a... noodle, sounds, Yeah, sounds about right for a sad oh. act like him. Oh. Um, yeah. Um, no, I think, yeah. If... if, if um, if I'm there's a way that we can, I'd like to say, yeah, it's. But I'd go, and I can test out the police police policy as well after. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, probably not the best probably idea. Probably not the best um, idea. Um, so some I other good it. news. Oh, God, come on, let's 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 finish on some good news. So, trans women athletes have no unfair advantage under current rules. Report finds. This is from the Union Cyclist. International UCI. Is that with your very best French accent? Yeah, that's my rubbish French. (laughs) Um, It's the worldwide governing body for cycling. Right, okay. Um, And they say the performance advantages from social factors, training, and access to equipment are far greater than testosterone. Yeah. The paper concludes. Shocker. Um, A report on transgender women athletes in elite sport has found that if UCI rules are adhered to, there is currently no substantial evidence of any biological advantage for trans women women competing in elite women's sport it found there was little evidence that biomedical factors related to male puberty such as lung size bone density hip to knee joint angle blah 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 predict an unfair advantage Um, but some evidence that social factors like nutrition training and access to equipment 
do. I mean, that's, 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 it's not shocker. really revelatory at all, is it? Basically, if you've got access to, you know, the right nutrition, the right training, the right equipment, you're going to be able to potentially be a better athlete than someone that doesn't. Yeah, and it's not it's not revelatory at all, is it? It isn't. And some of that is a social standing, I think. So like the poorer Yeah, exactly. People people wouldn't communities aren't going to be having you know, three, three necessarily like three square meals a day. You know, having all of the right, you know, um, nutrients um, and such that comes with a um, more wealthy um, lifestyle. Um, you know, it's it's it, and they're going to be able to, from a young age, be able to access um, training for whatever sport that they might be interested what can I in. So I played golf. On, uh, on unfair sport. advantage. Unfair, unfair, unfair Lung capacity. <laughs> played played golf on Sunday uh, in a Surrey competition, and uh, lovely lady. Um, and we've actually arranged that we're going to have another game in the summer. Nice. Yeah, great company. We had a, a really good game, um, and I beat her. Right. But on the drive, which is probably one of the most important shots, which is your first shot that you yeah. play off the tee. Yeah. She was out hitting me by 30 odd yards. Right. Easy. Yeah. So it was your short game that was That was important. my short game, which, you yeah. know, which is, a, a, that's skill. That is such a skill. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Which is a skill. It's nothing to do with, you know, how hard you about can hit. how strong you are or, yeah. you know, um, and she was taller than me. Yeah. So, you know, I've got no that's height. Not, that's not difficult, to I be know. fair, Lou. Yeah, but I'm just saying, yeah, but no, no, height, you know, no height advantage, no. Yeah, um, yeah and I, I, I won, and I played really, really well. Yeah, well um, done. But, yeah, the fact is, on the the, the, the the strength basis of it, she was whacking the ball a good 30 yards yeah. over to me. Easy. I, I, I do recall when... Um, I think uh, Felix Fern was on um, Talk TV, and uh, you know the I, I can't remember which reporter the presenter it was was going off about you know trans women in golf, um, and, and was saying you know lung capacity is going <laughs> like lung capacity in golf. Yeah, it's right? what, have you heard of golf before? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> do you yeah. know what it is? Yeah. Like, you can jump in a buggy. Do you know, do you know yeah. how it works? Funny you say that, Andrew. In chat says the only driving she can do in golf is in the buggy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, ridiculous. yeah. I I I went to um uh, um a um what do you call it a range? Yeah. Um, driving range. <laughs> not um, the range. Not the range. I have <laughs> I been like to the, the range. range. <laughs> um, but no, I went to a driving range uh, once in uh, Chichester, and um, well, first we went to the crazy golf, um, and then and then we went to the driving range, um, and I um I picked up um um a wood. I don't know which number oh. wood it was, but it was a wood. Uh, it wasn't made of wood, funnily enough. Um, and <laughs> we'll have a conversation about that another uh, yeah, day. <laughs> um, and um, I'm so bad um, that my first attempt at hitting the uh, the ball, um, the the club hit the floor. The 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 head of the club <laughs> broke off, flew onto the oh driving range, and went further than the ball. <laughs> Oh my Good god! I can't yeah. believe that. <laughs> yeah, that I, I, I quietly hilarious. put the stick down. Walk <laughs> away. Side, yeah. Is that sidestep? Went isn't and picked it? up another one that wasn't broken. <laughs> right, let's see. Oh. We're out of time. Oh, oh, oh my what a shame. god! That, that went really quick. Yeah. Oh well, thank you. Uh, it's been an amazing show. So quickly. Uh, what have we got up next? Oh, next up at nine o'clock we have Tara T with the Scar. Reggae. And two-tone. Show! <laughs> At 10 o'clock. 
we've yeah, got the Shelly Jane Extravaganza. <laughs> What's up after that? 11 o'clock, we have Amanda Jane. AJ. AJ. AJ's, AJ's in, in the, the house. house. <laughs> nice. Nice. Because Oop North. Oop North. Near Scotland. Anyway. Yeah. How many times can we make and then, and then at midnight we have DJ Susie B who's here as well. And that wraps up your day on Trans Radio. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see you all again next week for the we shall. In Conversation show. Thanks to everyone for joining us. Thank yes, you. Thank you. See you all later. Bye. Bye.